0: This is going to be the third and final segment I got my wife and daughter over on the corner watching. So if you hear some baby cries, it's my little baby girl or my wife. (laughs) She just gave me a look. I love uh, saying things that make my wife give me looks. Now she's walking away. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. I see AD gets a lot of pushback on his little uh, segments that he does. Not little segments, great segments. And I you know, don't get that much pushback with, with my content. And Kevin on the Fight, Laugh, Feast family party has been doing that with education the last two episodes. And I absolutely love it. I love the pushback. I love being able to debate things and discuss things because this show isn't about how to show you how right I am. But it's how to make you successful. And I want to tell you the truth and I want to be correct and accurate. So when I get pushed back, either I have to change my mind and I get to tell you and you guys are better for it, or I get to solidify and hone my arguments and positions even further and you guys benefit from that as well. So we're going to go through and talk about six points of objection to my, well, really it's both, but yesterday specifically, yesterday's. Show about MBAs being valueless or worthless, as I think I put in the title. Yes, I admit they're clickbaity, but that's how you grow users. You can be clickbaity in the title, and then you expand and you become rational (laughs) in the show itself. I admit it. I'm trying to be clickbaity. I want to grow this show. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna go through it. I invited Kevin on, he declined, and then I told him we're gonna do a show about it. So I'm not like just putting him on blast. If you talk to me. And if you challenge me on the social media sites, I'm not just going to automatically do a show about you. So don't feel like you can't talk to me or be pushed back. I'm not going to automatically put you on the blast. All right. So we're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, obviously. If you're not part of of this, if you're not a member, if you're not helping us proclaim the lordship of Jesus in every area of life. And it's quite frankly, a movement at this point. A thousand people at a conference in the midst of a Pandemic, plandemic, whatever you want to call it, people where there's these restrictions, a tyrannical restrictions, people are getting arrested. I totally even forgot that I was mentioned in a Newsweek article last week. Just because there's so much going on and God's doing so many things, Gabe's on Donald Trump's Twitter. Um, they're on the news. All this stuff. There's so much stuff that's going on. And you get to be a part of it and help support us and allow us to continue to put out content that gets in scene and as we're proclaiming the lordship of jesus in every area of life so go over there put an hgbt you'll get that mug like you see behind me and you'll be supporting us and get tons of other great content and you get to see most of all that great conference which guys i'm really pushing for a quarterly conference i think a quarterly conference in this style not just any conference like most conferences once a year is good but when we're singing together we're rallying together. We're singing psalms to the Lord. We're worshiping. We're coming together, collective. There's more that's going on than a conference, and I think a quarterly conference would be great, and Gabe hates me for it because of how much work he has to put into it, so please tag him. Tell him you want a quarterly conference just like Matt is talking about. Let's get this going. I would love to see you guys every quarter, every couple months get charged up, pumped up, and get fresh vision and motivation to go proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. So let's get that going. All right, let's get into it. I'm going to pop this up on the screen. I hope you guys can see it. And oh, before we get into that, I just want to say, I get a lot of you guys who are asking questions about business, and I love to help you guys. So what I'm going to be doing starting next Friday, so if you're listening to this the day of the release, the Friday and the next Friday, the 15th, 16th, or whatever it is, it's on Facebook. I'm offering an hour every Friday going forward. You can join $4.99, $4.99, not $499, uh, to come and I will answer all of your questions, whatever you want to talk about, business, growing your business, your career, anything non-business related, economics, finance, philosophy, I don't know. Some of those those things aren't my expertise, but you can ask me and and because you pay that $4.99, I will uh, definitely give you my best shot of an answer. And uh, so you'll be able to get your answer, your questions answered on all these different topics that we discuss on how to build a tent. And then also you'll be helping support me and keeping me doing this and kind of trying to do this more often, put out more content and continue to make this sustainable. So I appreciate your guys' support. The link will be in the show notes. All right, let's get into it. Kevin, Kevin Johnson, which is funny. <laughs> I made a joke with him and I love it. Kevin is great. He is a supporter of the show. First of all, second of all, he takes my jokes in stride, and I was, you know, we we're having fun on Facebook and stuff. And he's he's a champ. He didn't get mad. Uh, obviously, smart guy he has five degrees, and working on a sixth degree. Um, so, n- needless to say, someone five degrees, I can understand having some pushback on my uh, discussions and shows about um, PhDs and masters not being um, the, as valuable as a lot of people think. And I want to say this too, as well, is I'm not saying that we shouldn't be educated. We should be educated. I'm not saying that we shouldn't continue to be learning and growing. I'm definitely not saying that. I think that it is important for us to continue to grow. It's important for us to continue to be educated and to learn to read books and however else that you learn. Um, and I'm not even saying that all institution institutional learning is bad. I'm not saying that every PhD shouldn't be uh sought after and you shouldn't try to get a PhD. I'm not saying you shouldn't try to get an MBA in all cases. Although I think a PhD is way more valuable for the right reasons in, than an MBA. And you can go back and look at that Um the last two shows. But there is a current where this world has basically indoctrinated us and trained us to think that you every single person needs a college degree and most people need an MBA and a PhD. And that's just not true. That's just not true. Do I do I think that no one should get an MBA? No no one should get a PhD. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. So let's all right let's get into this. There's six points that Kevin has and we're going to go through them and I'm going to respond. And then he said he'd respond on the Fight Laugh Feast family party after this. So if you want to see that follow-up, feel free to do it. Uh, feel free to go over there and do it. Number one, not every MBA is as expensive as Pepperdine's likely. Amen, amen, amen. 100% agreement so far. So there's no room to be smart about what and how. So there is room to be smart about what and how you pay. Many companies provide tuition reimbursement, and sometimes you can go for free. Other times, a large part of the degree can be subsidized. I totally agree with this. And that is what I was saying. In my show yesterday, about the formula, the magic formula that can apply to all of our different areas of life when we're kind of thinking about things at a very high level is value equals benefit minus the cost. And so, if you get tuition reimbursement, if that's one of the perks of your business or the company that you work for, so that they'll pay for part or some of your costs, well, then the value of that education goes up for you because the cost goes down and the benefit stays the same. You don't get less of an education because your company pays for it. And so the value goes up. And so it may then therefore become a worthwhile thing for you to do. But again, you have to understand the cost of it. And you have to understand what you're getting to make an accurate decision about your value. You shouldn't just rubber stamp, I'm definitely going to go get my MBA because I want to be in the business world my whole life. You definitely don't want to just assume and go get it. You want to evaluate and consider the benefits and the cost to see what the value is for you. I'm not making this general blanket statement. I'm trying to remove the general blanket statement that we should all be going to getting all these degrees and so on and so forth. So, And I think from later on in this, he would agree that not necessarily everyone's getting an MBA and PhD. But again, to his point, I agree with that. If you get tuition reimbursement and people are willing to pay for you to go to college, uh, you, you should heavily consider it. Number two, not every MBA program is the same. And just like anything, it pays to investigate what you'll actually be learning. Again, this goes with number one and the formula that you have to weigh the benefits and the cost and then put together what you think the value is. The one caveat is, is there's no way for you to understand the benefit or the lack of benefit before you go. And so you're taking a risk putting up this money. And you're taking a big risk because you're basically putting up the whole thing, the whole tuition, the whole cost of all the how many years you're going to go to college. Because if you get halfway done, that's just a sunk cost, meaning you can't recover it. And if you only get half a degree, it's worthless. So you're basically committing, even though you're not committing all at once to pay for the whole thing. And so you know very well what the cost is of it. And you're not, you are not—you don't know as well what the benefits are. And, you know, colleges try to make up with that was talking about, the average income you make after you graduate and all of these different things, your alumni program and all this. They try to convey this benefit to you. But I think there's a lot of ways that you could make as much money as an MBA without getting an MBA degree. And I think there's a lot of ways for you to network without having to go to a specific college. And Pepperdine actually has a great alumni network. Um, they partner with USC. And so those schools get together. um, And I'd still say that for me, it wasn't worth it at all. Number three, why are we underrepresented at Facebook and elsewhere? We need capable people in the larger companies at, at the executive and board levels, and not just people who are entrepreneurs. The competition there is fierce and an MBA or similar graduate degree is almost always required among all the other things you mentioned. I absolutely agree. In fact, I did a show about this where we need to have people up in these organizations. And that's why I'm trying to have a show about being successful and training up and helping people with their careers, not just their businesses. This isn't just an entrepreneurial show. It's how can we talk about and think about how to be better managers, how to be better directors, how to be better better VPs. But the problem and the assumption with this, which I did say yesterday, is that they're trending towards, these companies are trending towards not needing degrees because they realize how worthless they are. They realize how worthless they are, and if you uh, go and you just Google, I, I just Google this. I'm not going to share this on the screen. But 15. If you Google companies that no longer require a degree, number one is Google. Google no longer is requiring a degree for a number of skills. Now, granted, the higher you go, there may be still those requirements. But the trend is not for more education in these companies. It's less. And there's a, several other. This article has 15. Costco, Whole Foods. Hilton, Publix, which is a great supermarket down here. It's stationed in Florida. Apple, Starbucks, Nordstrom's, not requiring degrees. Home Depot, IBM, tech companies, good jobs, Bank of America, no longer requiring a degree. And that's new. That's not old. And we're trending towards that way. So that's something else you have to calculate into these degrees is this going to even be a requirement for the company you want to work for or the job that you want to work for. I don't think it's going to necessarily be there. And that's another risk. <laughs> because if there is, like for right now, let's just say, hypothetically, Facebook still requires you to have a degree when you start and you go get your master's. Well, they're not. that's not a guarantee that they're going to require it when you graduate. And what happens when they take that requirement away when you graduate? And that really isn't a consideration hiring you anymore. Well, then that degree kind of became worthless if you really want to work for Facebook. And that is a real risk that you have to consider. And that's part of the cost category of uh, when deciding to get an MBA or a PhD. Uh, where are we? I think we're in number four. Yes, you can learn on your own, but there's no guarantee you'll actually be successful at it. And I okay, let's just take it right there. Yes. And there's also no guarantee that you're going to be successful at your MBA or PhD either. So, I mean, either you you're going to learn you figure out how to learn not getting your mba or getting your mba if you don't know how to learn and can't figure it out individually by yourself trying to learn in all the different um, ortho i wasn't gonna say unorthodox but the untraditional ways you're not and if you can't figure out how to learn in the traditional ways of going and getting educated there's people that fail out of mba school all the time especially the better ones i mean Uh, So I I think that that's a moot point because it's true for either, the ones who are getting educated and the ones who are not getting educated through the higher learning education institutions. And practice makes perfect only when you improve. Practice never makes perfect. And now this is just a little nitpicking by me. Practice makes permanent. You're never going to be perfect. You can get better, but practice makes permanent. How you practice is how you're going to live, how you're going to work, how your muscle memory is going to uh, be formed. Practice makes permanent. It doesn't make perfect. I do believe education is in the process of transforming, as do I, but let's also remember that transformation we're going to see doesn't guarantee you learn what you might in an MBA program. That's, yeah, okay, fine. That's not my argument. I'm not saying you're not going to learn anything in an MBA program. I think I spelled that out pretty quickly last week. There is a lot of garbage YouTube videos. Yes, there is. And courses out on the internet that will teach you next to nothing or are just plain wrong. Yes, but the beautiful thing about that is a YouTube video is 10 minutes and it's free. <laughs> so if it's garbage, you only spent 10 minutes of your time. Opposed to some garbage MBA program classes that you have to just be in for a trimester and you have to pay 15, $20,000 for however much it is nowadays. Uh, so yeah, but the risk of a YouTube video is far less than a graduate degree. Number five. The MBA is valuable in a variety of contexts and not just business. Okay. How many bad sermons have you heard pastors give about business because they know nothing about it, nor do they appreciate typically just how important business is to the church, except as a way to improve the church's financial bottom line? I'm not going to argue with pastors and Christians not knowing business. The solution is not an MBA. The reason pastors don't understand this, don't preach this, I would argue is not because of their lack of business education. It's the lack of their poor theology. And my baby girl is giving me an amen. I love it. I hope you heard that. Uh, the, the issue is theological. It is not educational, in my opinion, of why pastors do not reinforce this and emphasize this more. And I'm sure you probably agree with that. Number six, college is the new high school and more than just one way For most people today, sadly, he puts in parentheticals, the graduate degree is like yesterday's college degree and important as one way to stand out from the path. And there is the points. I'm going to take this down and then just answer that question. Your number six point is proving my point. The reason this is happening is because education is getting dumbed down. Because the value of it is so much less. And because it's been subsidized, the cost has been able to go up. So everyone has these degrees and they're forced to get higher and higher degrees to try to differentiate themselves. And the cost goes up and up and up because the government subsidizes it. So this formula of value equals benefit minus the cost, the benefit is going down and the cost is going up. And so the value is getting less and less for twofold reason. One is that Colleges are acting as businesses and not as educational institutions, which I have nothing against. I have no problem with it. But what's happening is they're dumbing down their education to get more and more people in. And they're charging more and more rates because or higher higher tuition fees because the government subsidizes it. So you have two things working against you every single semester. Your value is going down and down and down because more and more people are getting it, which makes it less relevant and less uh, of a way for you to stand out. And the cost is going up. Because the government subsidizes it and allows you to take out student loans for $500,000. I mean, I literally know people who have $500,000 in student loan debt. That should never even be possible, except it is because the government backs it. That shouldn't even be possible. And that's what I'm trying to speak out against. If you don't need to go and get $500,000 worth of student loan debt, you don't need to sink your net worth Negative five hundred thousand dollars. Your your net worth, the inheritance you're eventually going to live leave to your children, is negative right now. And granted, you are probably if you're doing that. This is the person I'm speaking of. is a doctor. is going to be a doctor, um, and he's going to probably make more in the long run. But no, no day is certain. No day is guaranteed. And obviously, I'm not arguing that doctors shouldn't go to school. Doctors definitely should. But I know that there's other people with more worthless degrees, not talking about the medical field, where people have hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, and they have PhDs and masters and things like that, and they're working for in jobs that are not even making $100,000 a year, when you could have just went and been a plumber and made make that money hustling and learning in a couple years, and you get paid to learn as an apprentice. You get paid to learn going out and doing it instead of paying someone. And again, just to close this out, it's a little long, I'm sorry, but I thought that uh, those pushback points needed to be addressed and they were good pushback. I appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you. Is I'm not saying that therefore we should never get an MBA or PhD. I'm just saying evaluate the cost. Consider the tower before you build it. Consider the war costs before you go to war and realize what your goals are. And if an MBA and PhD and those other degrees of higher learning are really gonna get you there. And is there other ways that you could get there? Is there other ways you could be educated? Are there other ways that you can learn how to do business where you don't have to fork over that much money and take as long? I think uh, individualistically, you can structure a plan for the specific things you need to learn that you don't know and be able to benefit far quicker than an MBA or PhD as well. So those are the things I want you to think about. But again totally agree with what he's trying to get at that we need people in high level positions we absolutely do i'm not convinced that an mba is required to get there it may help it may not but again that's part of the uncertainty of the cost of it and i'm not saying that we shouldn't be in higher academic areas i don't i'm not saying that there shouldn't be academics that are good solid christians and, and it's quite the contrary i believe that we need great foundational christians who have great theology and a great foundation on the Bible to be in those places, because a lot of them are loons who don't have a great foundation. So uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Kevin, thank you so much for the pushback. Thank you for um, you know taking in stride my my jabs and jokes on the Fight, Laugh, Feast uh, Family Party Network. If you want to see his responses, I told him <laughs> that we were going to do this so that he can respond to it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. God bless.